Napa know-how. Right now, a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil and a platinum filter is just $23.98. That's a great deal for a great oil, which is another reason why this is the most wonderful time of the year. That's Napa full synthetic oil and a platinum filter for $23.98. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. While supplies last. Offer ends 12 15 19. From the director of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Adam and Barbara are ghosts. What's the good of being a ghost if you can't frighten people away? Their house is being haunted by the living. Maybe the house could use a little remodeling. And they can't scare them into leaving. They're dead. It's a little late to be neurotic. So they're calling on Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Who's no ordinary ghost. Yeah, you don't want his help. Can you be scary? What do you think of this? <laughs> Now, the party's over. You want somebody out of the house? I want to get somebody out of your house. <laughs> but the fun has just begun. It's showtime. Learn to throw your voice, fool your friends, fun and party. Not bad. This is amazing. You want a cigarette? Oh, no, thank you. Oh, yeah, here I come, baby. He's guaranteed to put some life... Attention, keyboard shoppers. ...in your afterlife. Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice. I'm the ghost with the most, babe. Hi, welcome to the Geeky Retro Nerds show podcast. My name is Adam, and I am a Geeky Retro Nerd. Thanks once again for tuning in and listening. Uh, this episode, I will be talking about a fantastic movie called Beetlejuice. But don't forget, um, uh, this this spooky theme that I've got going runs until Halloween on Wednesday. And my Halloween special will be Ghost Watch, the 1992 BBC uh, sort of spoof documentary that absolutely scared the bejesus out of me when I was a kid. But that's on Wednesday. Back to this episode, we are talking about the fantastic movie, absolutely brilliant film called Beetlejuice. And I hope you've seen it because we're going to be talking all about it. If you haven't seen it, why not? You should have really seen it by now. <laughs> Go and watch it, come back and listen to this episode. So Beetlejuice, uh, like I say, a brilliant film. It came out in 1988. And I can remember my auntie letting me watch this when I was uh, a young lad. So if it come out in 88, I was probably about eight or nine years old. And even though it's a a comedy horror, I definitely saw it as a horror when I was a kid. It scared me shitless just because it's so dark. Um, The dark themes that it deals with and the, the ghosts and the ghouls and the monsters in it. I was absolutely petrified. Glad to say as an adult, I now see it as a comedy, but I definitely saw it as a horror when I was a kid. Um, so what's it about? So, Beetlejuice. This is the story of Adam and Barbara who live in a beautiful house in New England. Um, 
As a side note, I've been to New England and it is beautiful. In the movie, it looks really idyllic. In real life, it is. I was there in the fall with the same auntie I mentioned before and my granda and it was absolutely stunning. Beautiful. Anyway, I digress. One day while driving home, they are involved in a terrible auto accident. And that happens early doors in the film. Uh, Bang, they're dead. Uh, They manage to walk home, only to discover later that they have died and now haunt their own house. When their house is purchased by an out-of-state family, they feel their home is threatened by the -the over-the-top artist wife and real estate idea man husband. Their only relief is the gothic daughter of the family. Their attempts at scaring the family out of the house are ignored or laughed at. So finally they fall to the temptation to use the people exerciser Beetlejuice. When they find his tactics too dangerous, they attempt to contain him and save the family they were trying to boot. So you can probably tell by the theme of the movie... Um, it's a Tim Burton film. He directs it and he does such an amazing job of directing this movie. Now, obviously, this is 1988. At this point, I think the only notable thing that he'd done was Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> of course, now we know he did Batman, Batman Returns, Edward Scissorhands, Nightmare Before Christmas, all sort of really dark movies that he is so brilliant at. So Tim Burton is the director. And the cast is brilliant. So let's have a look who we've got in the cast. So we've got Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis. They play the couple, the Maitlands, who are killed at the start of the movie, as I mentioned before, and are trapped in their own home. Um, and they're trying to scare out the new inhabitants who have bought their home. Those new inhabitants, the Dieters, are played by Catherine O'Hara, of Home Alone fame, and Jeffrey Jones from um, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, of course. They play the couple that have moved into the house and Winona Ryder plays their daughter, who is called Lydia. So, so far, so good. Excellent cast and some brilliant performances. But by far and away, the best performance in this movie is by Michael Keaton, who plays Beetlejuice. And he's just fantastic. Uh, Now, I know... So, obviously, he's in Batman. He was in Tim Burton's Batman and he was an excellent Batman. Personally, I think Christian Bale was a better Batman, but Keaton, brilliant, excellent Batman. However, I think his best performance, hands down, in any film is in this movie, Beetlejuice. He's absolutely brilliant. He absolutely nails it. And it's amazing, really, because his character, Beetlejuice, does not appear in this movie until 25-ish minutes in. Um, So it's quite a long chunk of the film has gone before Beetlejuice shows up. And as well, um, in a in a movie that is about one hour thirty three minutes, he only has eighteen minutes of screen time, which is incredible. But it could have been even less screen time because what happened was they they shot the movie and they showed it to some uh, a test audience, and the test audience was so positive in the character of Beetlejuice that they shot an extra scene. And put it in the movie. And that extra scene was the bit at the end. When he's waiting to get seen in the waiting room. And the the witch doctor <laughs> shrinks his head. That wasn't in the movie. 
Um, he's originally it was that bit got added in because of the 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 positive uh, reaction by test audiences to the character. And Michael Keaton, he only took two weeks to shoot his scenes. Good thing too. I got to do a photo shoot for GQ in about an hour and a half. <sighs> yeah, they've been after me for a month. So by now, if you're a regular listener to um, this show, you'll know that I, I don't like to sort of talk about the obvious stuff about movies. I kind of like to talk about the things that you might not necessarily know about. Um, so something you might not have known about is that Michael Keaton wasn't always um, the main consideration to play the role of Beetlejuice. Other actors considered for the role included Sammy Davis Jr. and Dudley Moore. Um, so I'm very glad we've got Michael Keaton because I can't really see them two cutting the mustard. Although originally, in, in its original um, um, screenplay, in the original form that they had for this movie, um, the character of Beetlejuice was nothing like the the way he is in, in this final version of the movie. He was he was originally envisioned envisaged as a more sort of laid back lounge sort of character so Sammy Davis Jr. might have done a good job of that um, however uh, I'm I'm much happier that we got Michael Keaton and his manic crazy performance um, in in this film something else you might not have known um, here in the UK the, the movies uh, the movie is a 15 it's a 15 rated movie um, but over in the States, the MPAA, Motion Picture Association of America, it is rated PG-13. Bizarrely, I know. Um, I couldn't believe it when I was researching this that I, show, I saw that it was a PG-13. Now, when a movie is a PG-13, you're allowed one F-bomb. And there is one F-bomb in this movie. And if you've seen it, I know you know where it is, but I'm going to show you anyway. This is where they used the F-bomb in the movie. You bunch of losers! You're working with a professional here! Nice fucking model! Now, I mentioned before uh, the original script, and the original script for Beetlejuice, uh, the original intention was it was a lot darker, which is very, very hard to believe, considering how dark this movie is anyway, to start off with. Um, the, the, the intention was to have it a lot darker, there was more blood, and there was more gore in it, apparently. Um, and some other titles for the movie, because Beetlejuice... I think I think um, I think it was Warner Brothers that distributed this. They were concerned about the name of the movie Beetlejuice. They wanted to call it House Ghosts, which Tim Burton wasn't keen on, and he um, took the piss a bit by suggesting Scared Sheetless as a name for the movie, which Warner Brothers seriously considered for a while. So it might not have been Beetlejuice; it could have been House Ghosts or Scared Sheetless. Um, also, something else you might not have known, uh, the the role uh, that I mentioned before, Lydia, uh, played by Winona Ryder, they originally had Juliette Lewis from Natural Born Killers um, casted, uh, actually auditioned, sorry, to play that role um, because some other notable actresses turned it down, including uh, Molly Ringwald, uh, of course, from Breakfast Club, Jennifer Connolly from Labyrinth, 
and Sarah Jessica Parker um, from Sex in the City. And speaking of casting, um, you know, I like talking about the, the casting stuff in my podcasts. Angelica Houston was originally cast to play Delia, Delia Dietz, but she became unwell. So that's why Catherine O'Hara um, stepped in and got the role. But it all worked out in the end because Catherine O'Hara met her future husband working on this movie, who is pro- production designer uh, Bo Welch. And because Houston couldn't do Beetlejuice, that freed her up later on to go on and do Adam's Family. And, and I think you'll agree, she's absolutely brilliant in the Adams Family. So it all worked out in the end. And something I certainly didn't know until I started looking into uh, this movie a, a bit more is that there was actually a sequel planned for Beetlejuice. But unfortunately, uh, or or fortunately, depending on your point of view, it didn't make it into production. And the title of the script for this sequel is, or was, Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Hmm. So what could possibly happen um, in Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian? Well, the plot goes like this. The Dietz family moves to Hawaii to develop a resort. Construction begins and it's quickly discovered that the hotel will be sitting on top of an ancient burial ground. So guess who swoops in to save the day? Yes, it's Beetlejuice. So depending on your point of view, I don't know if you like the sound of that or not. Um, I probably don't, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but, you know, it would be good to see Beetlejuice again. I, I, actually, I think I would like a, a, a sequel, probably not set in Hawaii, um, but it would be good to see Beetlejuice again, wouldn't it? So, so in case there's any movie producers listening to this, which is an extremely long shot, let's have a sequel to Beetlejuice, please. So I just want to round this off by looking at the scores for Beetlejuice. IMDb gave it a 7.5 out of 10. That's low, isn't it? should be 10 out of 10. Metacritic has it sitting at 69%, which is way, way too low. Um, should be 100%. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a more respectable 83%, should be 100%. And 89% of Google users liked this film, which isn't too bad, but... It should be 100%. So thanks for listening. This show is available on iTunes and now Spotify, as well as Spreaker. So if you're listening on any of those formats, give me a thumbs up, a like, uh, uh, subscribe, whatever it is you do on those formats. Uh, Leave a review uh, because it helps the show. um, And also, I'd, I'd really like to hear what you think about the show. So... Thanks again for listening. Remember, um, the next show will be on Wednesday, which is my Halloween special on the BBC uh, Scarefest Ghost Watch from 1992. Thanks for listening. Speak soon.
Right now, a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil in a Platinum Filter is just $23.98. That's a great deal for a great oil, which is another reason why this is the most wonderful time of the year. That's Napa Full Synthetic Oil in a Platinum Filter for $23.98. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. While supplies last. Offer ends 12 15 19. For a gift that goes beyond the holidays, don't miss the Xfinity Beyond Black Friday event. Ask how to get $150 back on a package with the ultimate Wi-Fi and Xfinity X1. Your all-in-one entertainment experience. Simple, easy, awesome. Click, call, or visit us today. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.